everybody. Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. My name is Kevin, and I am here with a couple people, Your actually. Your name is Bucky, and you are here with Diamonds. And who and else are we here with? This is the Midnight Terrors podcast. Jason, who else are we here with? We we have a new sponsor this week. This is Desi. Desi, what's up? Um, Hi, so... I got sweet tarts. You know, okay. Sweet tarts. We're sponsored. Okay. We're sponsored by Sweet Tarts now, Jason. Yes. <laughs> yes. The new official Willy Wonka sponsor, Sweet Tarts. Yeah. There we and, go. And what's and Desi? What's the best movie ever? So here's Desi and the best. Um, what is it again? <laughs> 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 you blew the bit, Des- Desi. I know she blew it. She blew it. It was Demon Knight's best movie ever. Now get out of here. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Get out of here. Bye. Love save you. Get that, save that for for uh, for a future episode, Jason. Move over, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll save that one for later. But um, all right. So you're here with yes, Bucky. Here with, uh, you're here with Bucky. You're here with Bucky, Kevin, and Diamond Jason, and uh, this is a Midnight Terrors podcast, and this is a very, very special episode, Jason, because this movie that we're discussing this week was picked by some of our Instagram followers. Yeah, it was it was viewer-voted, right? We put it out there um, and let people pick what they wanted to hear about. Correct. So I mentioned this on one of the previous episodes, I believe, but uh, we had four movies from 2022 that we were talking about doing episodes on and we were at a standstill so I made a poll on our Instagram and I let people vote for 24 hours which of these movies from 2022 we should watch and the four options were X, The Cursed, Smile, and Orphan First Kill, and as you all can tell from the title of this episode, Smile was the winner. So that's what Jason and I are talking about today. So thank you to everybody who voted, and uh, I would definitely like to do more stuff like that in the future, Jason, for sure. Yeah, and and that's not to say that um, probably all of uh, the others that we put on the list will not get in there at some point. No, but, I'm uh, sure they will at some point. But yeah, yeah. Um, loved the voting aspect of it, and um, I'm actually excited to talk about Smile. Yeah, I am as well. I definitely have some thoughts on this movie, but we'll uh, we'll get into that. But I do want to preface anything I say by saying that I do like Smile. I like I, I like Smile. But we'll die. We'll do a deep dive here shortly. But I also want to just give a shout out again to the Instagram followers because as we're recording this, excuse me, the day before we're recording this, we crossed a thousand followers on Instagram. So yay! Yeah, that's a good day. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, I'll thank you, everybody. Followers. What's that? I said I'll take a thousand followers. <laughs> yeah, right. So thank you, everybody that follows us on Instagram. You guys are awesome. We love you. And uh, thank you. As we're recording this again, a lot of you flocked to the um, the Christmas horror movies that we did last month for the Christmas season. Uh, yeah, they were really fun too. Yeah, we did uh, we did a crossover episode or crossover episodes with reviewed to death. We did Santa Slay and Puka, 
and we did two Black Christmas movies, and we put out an episode on Christmas Day on Krampus. A little present to everyone in the horror podcast world. <laughs> yes, and uh, the week before this one drops, we will have actually just dropped uh, an episode on New Year's Day on Studio 666, which... Uh, yeah was a fun one and I apologize to everyone who listens to that because that movie is just so much fun and so funny that I just cannot contain my laughter (laughs) as you all found out I had tears in my eyes on that one but uh no tears on my eyes uh or in my eyes this week when we discuss smile I don't think yeah so let's um uh let's let's kind of dive in real quick um so I I think I may have watched this a little more recently than you um well i but, actually i actually just rewatched it yesterday okay well then sum it up for us bro all right so smile came out september of 2022 and um smile is about a uh a therapist named her name's rose right mm, yeah i think so yeah so a therapist named rose who um <clears throat> encounters a new patient one day and her patient is convinced that she is seeing someone or something that is following her, terrifying her, and smiling at her while doing so. The patient... Uh, oh, sorry, guys. We're spoilers all over the place, if you have not seen Smile. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. watch this episode. Don't, seen it. don't watch this episode. I think that's pretty universal. Like, we spoil fucking everything. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> you said, I'm laughing also because you said don't watch this episode and we uh, you can't watch an audio podcast. <laughs> but uh, hey, maybe something we'll dive into don't, in 2023, some video podcasting. But nevertheless, don't watch with your ears on this episode. <laughs> that's words of wisdom. Do not watch with your ears. There you go. And uh, anyway, so smile. Spoilers all over the place, like I said. But uh, the patient that Rose is seeing that has been seeing the smiling creature or person or whatever it is uh that person the patient commits suicide in front of her and the smiling creature is now passed to our lead character rose and she goes on a big search over the next week or so to try to figure out what it is because it is now stalking her and threatening her and there's not a whole lot of uncovery or uncovered uh information about shut up jason there's not there's not what a was lot that word is it a word uncovery i'm gonna pull out my dictionary back here it's probably not i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna find my uh my encyclopedia on the use and no, see what is a, is it's a word. not it's not <laughs> <laughs> anyway shut up uh so so right, uh, i think this is on our podcast so. yeah it's fine it's fine we're all people right we're all people but uh, right. there's not a whole lot revealed about what this creature is because she goes to many different people and many different sources in the movie to uh, to try to uncover what this thing is. And, um, you know, long story short, it's some kind of skinless, multi-mouthed demon that um, is passed from people by making the person that it has possessed at that time kill themselves in front of another person so it spread basically through trauma um the trauma of seeing a person kill themselves well yeah so i i 
I think um, the best thing to talk about at the beginning is the fact that the main character is a, a psychologist or, you know, therapist or whatever. Um, and they even start the movie with her seeing this this guy um, that is clearly kind of out of his mind. And he's he's just kind of like rocking in his seat when she goes in to see him. Um, and he's just sitting there going, I'm going to die. Everybody's going to die. I'm going to die. Yeah, so like, nothing matters. No one matters. You don't matter. matter. I, I don't, don't matter. Like, yep. So uh, it's 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 cool because with her being a therapist, like she sees people that are like psychotic or is or is used to uh, people just being out of their minds and seeing things that aren't there and, you know, that kind of thing. So. Um, it's cool that you see her first dealing with like a patient that everyone would clearly say, yeah, like dude's out of his mind. Yeah. Um, and then, so the next patient that she sees is kind of the start of, I guess, really kind of the start of the storyline. Yeah. The one that, the one that I mentioned that, uh, the girl that commits suicide in front of her that actually passes it to her. Yeah. So she kind of comes in and she, she's saying something very similar um it's just like uh she's saying that she's seeing things and she sees this thing that is smiling at her and she says that it sometimes looks like people that she knows or people that are friends of hers and then she also says that um it can appear to her as like i think she says her grandfather who who died, died when like she was really young ago. in front of her yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so basically she's just seeing these people or whatever um, that just can take any form. But the common theme is that all of them are smiling. Yes, and right off the bat, I want to say first and foremost, because we, like I said, I got I have some serious thoughts about, about the movie Smile. And I like it overall. I enjoy the movie um, a lot. It's too. definitely got some good scares in it. Um, there are some things that I will be critical of that we'll touch on as we go through, but right off the bat, I want to say that the premise of the movie is awesome because there is something so unnerving about a creepy smile. You know, you think of like even years and years back, you think of like the, something like the Joker with DC, always a smiling character, but it's a menacing smile. Yeah. Um, there's just something so unsettling about that premise. So right off the bat, amazing premise for the movie. Yeah. So basically, and um, yeah, and I think so too. And I, I think that probably the first it's, it's the first patient that she sees. And that's the one that kind of like passes this on to her. Um, The first patient that she sees is just smiling from ear to ear as she slits her own throat. Right. Yeah. So when the when the patient comes in, the young girl, um, you find out that she you, much later in the movie, but you find out uh, that she got past the smiling demon because her the the patient's college professor committed suicide in front of her by bludgeoning himself with a hammer. And she's been pursued by it ever since. And then she is in meeting with our main character, Rose saying, like, there's this thing smiling at me, it's coming for me, it's a smile that tells me something bad's going to happen. 
And at first, Rose is like, do you see it in here with us? And she says, no. And then right as she looks up, it's behind Rose somewhere. We don't see it. Right. Rose goes to call security because the patient's freaking out and becoming a little violent. And then we cut back. And now the patient is smiling and takes like a like a piece of glass and like slits her right. face and throat open. Well, and I I think I think her smile out, out of the whole thing, like because the movie's called Smile. Um, but like I think that initial smile as she's cutting her throat. Uh, is the creepiest one it's the like, best it one just, in the movie it's very uh, it's very unnerving yeah like, that it, it, that when smile it, it's, yeah <laughs> yeah that smile i think is the one that's all over the poster actually so uh they Probably. they knew what they had uh with yeah. that which did you it's a great opener uh first and foremost too but did you see the marketing for this that they had like people out at baseball games on camera making a smile just standing in the audience no i did not see that oh dude youtube it it's so freaking creepy cool (laughs) so uh yeah no the marketing for this was great it was a great trailer um and again the premise of a creepy smile man like there's nothing more unsettling than seeing someone smile at you with malicious intent Yes, and especially, like, she's got that creepy smile on her face, like, as she's cutting her throat. And as she's cutting her throat, she's not even um, acting like she's in any any kind of pain or anything like that. Like, she's just doing it, and she's smiling the whole time. And even when she drops Uh, to the floor uh, after she dies, she's still smiling at the the camera. Yes, she still has that smile on her face. So yeah, fan, um, fantastic opening to the to the movie. Like when I saw this in theaters, uh, when that opening happened, and I had seen it in the trailer, but I was just still like, "Holy shit, this is incredible!" Well, and, and one of the things that it kind of <laughs> reminded me to um, uh, between all of the Batman films, comics, and animated series. Um, Joker has always had this like gas that he can, that he uses to kill people. And it always forces this big smile on their face. Yep. Batman, um, Batman 1989. Yeah. That's the, the big thing. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, and every time and I, th- we, every time I think of that, Jason, all that pops into my head is that commercial that he uses to, to promote the gas in Batman 1989. It's just love that Joker. Love that Joker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. Well, and there was um in the uh in the animated series, uh he, he like poisoned the water yep. and um the the fish <laughs> in the water even had this like big like smile on their face. Yep. And Harley Quinn even does this little like song because they do like a um they do like a commercial as well. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and Harley sings this song about she's like they're finny and funny and so delicious they're joker fish <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like uh, that sounds like Harley Quinn in the animated series for sure oh yeah yeah absolutely um, um, anyways um, very sidetracked but <laughs> no it's fine I just um, that every time I think of that laughing gas basically from the joker that commercial pops into my head and it's just such a beautiful delivery. Love that yeah, Joker. <laughs> Love that Joker. Oh, it's so funny. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so um yeah, so so basically we we find out 
at the beginning or 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 what the girl is trying to tell the main character the girl that kills herself what she's trying to tell the main character is like hey listen i saw somebody kill themselves in front of me and i'm seeing the smiling all over the place and then so she does the same thing in front of the main character she kills herself um and they even do this like pretty cool like zoom in of the main character's eyes as she's watching this girl slit her own throat yep um and and basically it's it's just you seeing uh um, this creature or or dark entity whatever you want to call it um kind of transition into the main character so the main character for the rest of the movie the whole point is is that um she has this demon or entity or whatever it is that's following her and uh you know she she sees throughout the film and and just at random periodic moments she sees people smiling at her yeah um and so that's when she knows like that it's around yeah. um so so in the movie she goes she goes on a mission to you know basically try and to figure out how she rids herself of it or how to get rid of it. Yeah. And uh, I do want to say, so I saw this in theaters, like I said, probably in early October. I think this came out in the last weekend in September. And then I saw it really early on in October. Um, And I wanted to rewatch it before we recorded because I hadn't seen it since theaters. Um, Yeah. And so upon rewatching it, I realized because you know looking at the runtime the hour the or the movie's like an hour and 51 minutes or something like that yeah I, I, and i actually thought it was a little longer than that i thought it was i thought it was like right at 2 hours and maybe a little longer but yeah, yeah it was right around there so it's, it's, it's pretty long yeah it is it is a little bit long um but nevertheless i found on rewatching it that we get started like really fast in the movie like I remember it being a little a little more build up on my first watch but like no within within five minutes she meets the patient and has the the curse put on her yeah it kicks off really fast yeah and then from that point on it's definitely at least 30 minutes of various scares with yeah with the smiling creature yeah there's some really good ones um there's there's not a whole lot of like really jump scares in there no not really but there's there's one or two um and the 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 one that i kind of liked and we were talking about this actually uh before the episode um when she's she's listening to the audio file that she took while she was seeing that patient and she's listening to on her computer and she keeps rewinding it thinking that she's hearing something in the background yep and as she's doing it she keeps rewinding and rewinding and she's kind of like getting closer to the screen and everything and then all of a sudden she gets that smile or uh it and it's the same girl right it's uh it's yeah 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 and it says yeah, it's, it says rose face. yeah and like right in her face and so yeah. that well it's a great nice little- Nice well, little jump scare there. Yeah, it's a very well set up scare too because when I rewatched that, I had actually forgotten about that scare and they kind of draw your attention away because she's zooming in on the audio hearing this like, it's like every time she 
on the audio tape, the girl says, it's smiling at me. There's like a little like, like static sound that she hears. Right. Yeah. So she, and, and she keeps rewinding it. And, and, and again, she keeps getting closer and closer to the computer. But when like, she, when she zooms in on the last go around, the static isn't there anymore. Right. And so they fake you out and you're like, oh, what the fuck? And then it comes from the side when the ghost comes after her from the side. Well, it's a good diversion because like you're sitting there and you're listening to it and um, you're trying to hear like because she thinks she hears something. Yeah. And so you're trying to hear what she's hearing and it's very low. And like when she kept rewinding it, I was just like, I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. And then you kind of hear a little bit of something. Um, but you're so focused on trying to hear what she's hearing or see that little bit of audio that she's, you know, honing in on. And then, yeah, you just get the blast in the face. Yep. And uh, even before that, there's a great um, not a jump scare, but uh, almost like a like a very eerie scare. It's probably the first of the scares after the suicide with the patient. Uh, and it's when Rose comes home and is hanging out in her kitchen like drinking a glass of wine it's like okay i'm drinking wine and i'm like now i'm gonna go like lay down or whatever and she looks over in the corner of her kitchen like just real slow like because she hears something or feels something like eyes on her and we they don't have the kitchen lights on all the way so we can't fully see it but she looks in the corner and you can very clearly see that smiling girl. You can't see her eyes or anything about her features, but you see that smile. But you see the smile. <laughs> yeah. And I remember sure. being in the theater and the whole theater was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it was a good one. And I, I thought it was really cool how they kept her, um, you know, they didn't fully show her. Like, basically, she's in the shadows and really the only thing that you can see is that smile. Yeah, um, I thought they did a really cool job with that, which was um, a very like hereditary moment with the smile in the kitchen, because it always makes me think of uh, the right after the funeral and hereditary where we see the the grandmother like so quick in the corner of the attic uh, yep. and then like just gone immediately afterwards. Um, well, so this this episode and before we even started this or when you and I were talking about the movie in general um as as much as i did like it and i know that you liked it too uh we did talk about the fact that there are a lot of things that are kind of i don't know if you want to say stolen from another movie no no i would i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say stolen but just like reminiscent so yeah um, well the word i keep going back to is derivative um mm -hmm. and so, like I said, I wanted to preface everything I say on the episode with I do like Smile, and I'm glad that there was like a yeah. bit, and I'm glad that there was like a, because Halloween for a while was like the big one that everyone was looking forward to, but everyone right. was real sour on Halloween Kills, and then most people like really hated Halloween Ends. Um, so we didn't really have like a like a big horror movie this year until Smile came out. Yeah, um, and it was... um. You know, like you said, like we both liked it. I, I enjoyed it too. Yeah. Definitely, like going throughout, there are definitely some things in there and some themes in there that are 
very reminiscent of other stuff and uh yes so just to I would, just I would say number one is gonna be it follows yes which we did an episode on not too long ago I'm I can't remember if I actually mentioned smile on that episode or not um well I hadn't I hadn't seen smile when we did that episode when we um, dropped so- that episode I might have just seen smile like right around that time um and i probably brought it up saying like oh it reminds me of it follows um so yeah that's that's the definitely a very it follows um it's it's not the same like theme as it follows but it's the the core kind of uh storyline or or the point to the story is like something's attached to you and you have to figure out how to like pass it off to someone else Yes, and and, no ma- and there's a whole yeah. no matter where you go, it's gonna follow you. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's one. That's the big thing with this movie is that as much as I like Smile, it's hard for me to get really behind. Like, like I really want to love it, but it really is difficult for me to do that because of how many movies come to mind that I'm already attached to. So like. The big one being It Follows, yes, but also The Ring, because in the movie they say most of the victims don't make it past, like, six days or something. Yeah, so there's, like, a timeline to it. It's like, oh, it, like, The Ring, it's, what is it? They say you have seven days. Yeah. Or, or whatever. Uh, and, or another one that comes to my mind is Drag Me to Hell, because, yep. uh, what's her name? Uh, Al- so Allison gets tormented by the Lamia and a curse for three days before it comes to take her. Yeah, um, and they and they don't, um, it, they don't blatantly say like you have seven days or whatever. But she's uh, she's talking about it, or well, they discover that this has been going on for a while, and it's been passed and passed and passed. And so it, when they're researching it, they're seeing the people that this has happened to before, and they say like, oh, um, some people made it a week some people didn't make it past four days. Yes. So they, they kind of put like a little timeline on it, but they, um, but, but they also try to keep it loose in their own way too. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's not like a solid like ring. You have seven days, but yeah, they, yeah, so, but they have a little timeline on it. Yeah. So that is a, an issue for me. It is kind of difficult for me to really love it because it's just, it just feels so like with it follows specifically, there's even shots that are straight, like it follows shots to me like uh when she's up in her office when rose is up in her office like oh yeah like on the phone and she looks down and you can very i was, cl- I was gonna mention that too. yeah you can very clearly see a figure just standing there like off in the distance staring up the window at her and i'm like well the only difference is that it's yeah. not walking but like you know, when we did the episode right. on it follows, there's Standing like there. the the shots outside the school where or behind a car where you can very clearly see the creature walking. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's not ruinous to the movie. At the at the same time, you could also argue because that kind of looking out the window and and seeing the thing or whatever she's seeing. I mean, you could also argue that that's very halloween as well oh for sure yeah gloria strode looking out 
looking out the window and and seeing Michael like by the tree and then he disappears or yeah and and I don't mean to say that you know someone standing like staring at you from a window is like oh it follows did it first it follows has sole claim no that's been that's been done a hundred times over it's it's just the way that it's shot in this movie just feels very it follows to me yeah it 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 looks almost identical like it looks it's yeah like like you said like the the person being there looking out a window and the person being there and then they're not there. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been done a million times. Yeah. Um, and But yes, definitely the way, the way that it shot the camera angle and everything. Even the score that's playing in the background sometimes uh, yeah, reminds it, me of it follows. Yeah. It's almost identical. But I will, um, but I will say though, that <clears throat> again, I want to compliment the movie because there, we only touched on it on a couple of them so far, there are some great scares in here. Um, yeah, I was, I was really impressed and like, um, there's some really good, um, jump scares. And honestly, like with horror movies, like I, I, I'm not saying that I'm like super down on, on jump scares or I hate jump scares. Um, because it's, well, it's no, I mean, like, I, I love the Conjuring universe, and that's, like, 99.9% <laughs> jump scares, jump you know? Scares. So, uh, um, when, yeah, they're, the when they're... Behind back. Yeah. Oh, uh, probably. Probably, I am convinced that that moment will be, like, a legendary horror moment years down the road. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, when people talk, when, if they ever air another, like, special that's, like, the 50th scary moments in movies ever, 50th yeah. jump scare, or 50 greatest jump scares i am convinced that the clap clap game from conjuring will be in there yeah it's good um and and again i do uh i do like jump scares but um i I felt like the jump scares in this were actually impactful and yeah and and they kind of had a purpose to them not where it's just like the the volume is like gets blasted up all of a sudden. Yeah, and it's also not just as you're pointing that out, it's also making me realize that most of the jump scares aren't like like oh crap, that was just nothing. Like they're all yeah, they're yeah, all got a point to it. Yeah, they're all story driven jump scares. Like yeah. um one of the not really a jump scare, but one of the creepy moments, um that I guess was in the trailer, and that's another uh, complaint I have, not necessarily with the movie, but just with the marketing, is that the trailers gave away a lot of the good scares, unfortunately. Yeah, you were you were talking about that um, with me, like, yesterday. Um, well, and- like, the one everybody knows, uh, just from, even if they haven't seen the movie, they know the scene of Rose getting in her car to go drive away, and then you just slowly see a person walk down the background in the stairwell... And then come up and tap on her window, and then she looks over, and then the head spins upside down with a smile. And I'm well, like, and I, I only saw like I, I think early teaser trailers for it, so I, I yeah. don't think I saw like a full length like actual trailer. It was just like teaser. Oh, so, so you got I, the so you got the full effect of that scare then? Uh, yeah. So I, I don't <clears throat> remember seeing that moment, and and I, I might have, but I don't remember it too. When that moment happened, like, of, of course, because it's her sister's, you know, walking out. Yeah, and, that, and that's and what that I mean, was... is that I think that had that not been all over the trailers, like, you lucked out because you didn't see the trailers, really. But right. 
had that not been in the trailers, it would have been such a great scare for people unsuspectingly walking into the movie because it's right after... So the character that does the head turn is a, is a fake version of her sister. Um, right. And they just get done fighting. And like the sister storms back into her house and Rose is like, oh, I'm frustrated going back to the car. And then the sister comes running back out. If you didn't know that was coming then you'd be like, oh, the sister's going to come like tell her off one more time, and then and then it would have gotten you. Yeah, and uh, like I had no idea that that was coming. Um, and even knowing, like, because they, they don't focus on the sister, like she's, uh, uh, she's blurred in the background, but you see her walking up to the car. Yeah. Um, but they never show her face. Mm-hmm. And um Or if I they do, like, it's like a it's like a blurred face, yeah. Yeah, and, and and I knew something something was coming, but when it happens, like it's such the it's such a weird effect. Like her her neck kind of turns into <clears throat> like putty or like her head. <laughs> completely turns upside down yeah it does look very silly putty cgi yeah but it's it's and and i actually once i finished the movie i actually went back to youtube and just like looked up that scene again because i was like it was actually a good like i thought it was a good scare and it was just a weird it was a weird looking effect. Like yeah, the, for sure. Well, the, her head they, just kind of flops over. And yeah. Well, they make it a pretty quick cut too, so you can't look at it for too long and be like, "Ah, that's right. CGI." Um, right. and, and I love the effect where, like, after it cuts from, so we see the head tilt in the car went like towards the car window and scare her, and it's so quick. And then right then it cuts away. And then we see Rose in the car, but from the outside, and the creature's not there, but we still see her screaming. Yeah, so let's uh, so let's uh, push this along uh, a, a little bit further. So basically, um, and one of the things that I love about the movie is that because she is a psychologist or therapist, you know, yeah, therapist or you know whatever, um, she is used to people having delusions and being schizophrenic and seeing things that aren't there. And, you know, so she's, she's used to people just having all these delusions. And so when this starts happening to her, of course, nobody's going to believe it, but she's trying to tell everyone like, Hey, listen, I'm seeing this shit and it's weird and I can't explain it. And she's trying to tell everybody the whole time. She's like, I'm not fucking crazy. I'm not crazy. I know what crazy is because I diagnose people that are fucking crazy. Yeah, it gives it gives her it gives her credibility with with people right, watching. But but it's 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 funny because I'm I'm I don't know if funny is the word, but it's it's cool because she is she is getting treating getting treated like her patients do like you know because everybody's like oh you're not seeing this or you're you're just out of your mind like this is this is not real like this is not what happening and she's used to telling people you're not seeing that like this is not what is happening you're just you know you're just delusional and so when it's flipped on her She's trying to tell everybody, like, listen, I'm not fucking crazy. I am actually seeing this stuff. 
And uh, so it's it's a cool little aspect to the movie where it's just like, you know, she knows that everybody's going to say that she's crazy and she knows that everybody's going to think that she's crazy. But she's like, I'm not fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, so yeah. that's like I really like the aspect of it. But so, yeah. so basically after she gets like she starts getting um, she starts seeing all this stuff, she's starting to to see the smiling and everything. Um, and then uh, her sister who she doesn't really necessarily get along with. Um, yeah. We've, goes, we've, we've skipped over. Uh, yeah. I don't necessarily think that this plot point needs to be in the movie. It's kind of, it doesn't really go anywhere, but um, yeah, no, it's the, re- just, yeah. the reason that her, I get that it's there for character development purposes, but the reason that her and her sister are so like, on edge the whole movie is because they grew up with basically a drug addict mom um yeah and we well we didn't touch on that too so yeah so we kind of we kind of jumped around with it because it again it doesn't really go anywhere it's just there to kind of show like hey rose is a tormented uh character she's dealt with trauma and she wants to help people that went through stuff like she did but um yeah so long story long story short the the mom of Rose and her sister uh, overdosed while Rose was at home by herself with the mom. And And uh, she had had a ton of mental issues. Yeah. And Rose was, uh, was like 10 years old. And so like in shock that she didn't call 911 when the mom was saying, Rose, can you help me? I made a mistake. And she didn't help her mom because she was a, a little kid and was, was traumatized and was so, frozen with fear that she didn't know what to do so her mom died and she carries that guilt with her um well you know um it's it's i don't know that you can say that she didn't know what to do because they do kind of reveal a little bit later that her mom talks to her and she says like hey i made a mistake or i'm i'm fucked up and you need to call somebody well when we when we see that not to Right. Well, when we see that too, though, it's like it's a manifestation of the mom with the creature pretending to be the mom. So it's like, did that actually happen? I'm more. I think. Well, I think because so, uh, so the whole, the whole gist of the movie, or or as it goes through, basically what they find out is that the people that get infected with this uh, demon or entity or whatever you want to call it. It's people that have witnessed trauma. So yeah, the, um, specifically the trauma of someone killing themselves. That is how the demon spreads because it right it exactly. has to, it has to possess someone and then kill that person by suicide in front of another person for it to spread to the next person. Right. So like I mean the the first girl um, at the beginning of the movie that comes in to see Rose. Uh, she watched her professor bash his own head in with a hammer. Yeah. Uh, and then Rose sees this girl like slit her throat in front of her. Um, and then they go and- back and they watch, uh, uh, which we, we've also not brought this up, but this movie has another plus of, for me is uh, one of my favorite actors, uh, Kyle Gallner. He is uh, her buddy. Uh, that's the cop, Joel that's helping her try to solve the case. 
and he is in. Well, yeah, he's like the ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yes, and he is in so much. Jennifer's Body, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 and he's awesome. Kyle Gallner is one of my favorite actors. Um, so he's awesome in here, but he. So now she has a cop connection. He's going back and tracing the the trend along the previous victims and is like, oh, wait, this goes back down the line to like 20 people of the same thing of someone killing start, themselves. Yeah, yep. someone starts seeing something, they kill themselves, it passes to the next person, same thing, same thing. The person that witnessed them killing themselves. Yes. And we see that creepy security camera footage of uh, a dude killing himself with, like, hedge clippers at a gas station in front of a woman when she's pumping her gas. Yep. And And, then it goes uh, to her. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so they they basically, you know, say, like, the the trauma of seeing this happen in front of people, that's how it gets passed. Because it traumatizes the person that saw it happen. And then it moves on to them. But the the main character, like Rose, she she watched her mom die like in front of her. Yep. Um, and and like I was just saying, uh, it, at the beginning of the movie, you just see her mom dying, or you think that she committed suicide. But it it she was trying to commit suicide, or she overdosed. But she she does tell her daughter like, "Hey, call somebody like." you know do something about it i need an ambulance or whatever and and rose doesn't do it yeah um and rose even says it's because she was scared of her mother because her mother was psychotic and like yeah. would just should have just scare the shit out of her and her sister when they were kids because she was just effing crazy so yeah uh so again would- so again that plot line doesn't really go anywhere it's a bit of a a sidestep i guess it comes to fruition at the end of the movie because the demon becomes her mom for a second to try to mess with her and she does have that coming to moment of like i'm not responsible for your death and like i'm gonna face my trauma i guess yeah and so i mean i mean basically what they what they figure out of course you know um these people are all seeing themselves get killed and and they have this theme of of trauma so when it when it kind of gets to the end she's having to face her trauma or uh she had previous trauma but even before she saw the girl slit her throat in front of her yeah um and they even say that the entity or whatever feeds off of that like yeah feeds off of this trauma or this yeah, and we do find out that there was a break in the chain where one guy who was seeing it actually gave it away. Um yes. Which, again, is very uh, ring and drag me to hell, and it follows because there's always a solution to give it away. In this case, you have to flip the action on its head. Instead of watching someone die, to give it away, you have to kill someone else in the pr- like in front of another person. So right, that- so you have to... You have to kill someone and have somebody else watch it, yeah. which will traumatize them. And then and- it, the demon jumps to them because we find that out because she goes to visit the guy that gave it away in jail because he's in jail for butchering someone. 
yeah, so they figure out like they're researching, trying to figure out like what can we do about it, or they they find out that you know this has happened to a bunch of other people, um, but they find one guy that it happened to who's locked up, and so Rose goes to talk to him to say, okay, like this has happened to a bunch of people, but you're the only one that it happened to that's still alive. Yeah. So how did you get rid of it? Um, and he tells her that he murdered someone in front of another person yeah. that traumatized that person witnessing it. And so that it jumps out of him and onto the person that like saw the murder or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then she, and before we jump into the ending, uh, because that's kind of where my conflicted feelings with smile come into play is really the ending. But before we jump into that, there's a couple other scares I want to call out that I thought were really well done. One of them, I believe, was in the trailer. Uh, the other one was not. One of them that people probably know from the trailer is that uh, at one point, Rose's therapist is like kind of deeming her uh, a threat to herself. Um, yeah. So she's yeah, like yeah. having to start regular sessions with her again. And uh, at one point, the therapist just drops by, Rose's therapist drops by unannounced and is like, I'm concerned about you, da-da-da-da-da. And they keep talking, they're kind of bickering back and forth, and then Rose's phone rings and picks it up, and it's the therapist on the phone saying, oh my god, I haven't been able to reach you, and you come to find out that the therapist that she's been talking to in person is the creature. Yes, well, and they do the phone thing like twice. Um, yes, and that's the other scare that I want to point out is very early on, she has a security system, Rose does, um, and she, like, the alarm goes off randomly, and, like, the door is found open, and she's like, oh, it's weird, that was weird, it's nothing, and the security company calls and says, hey, can you give us your code, like, we detected a break-in or something at your house, and she's like, oh, no, no, like, it's just the door open, um, and the people say, are you alone in the house? And she's like, yeah, it's just me. And the voice gets real ominous and says, are you sure, Rose? Are you sure you are didn't you let sure something alone? Are yeah. you sure you didn't let something in, Rose? And then she's like, what do you mean? And then the voice on the phone says, turn around. Yeah. And at that point, I think on, on that first one, when it, when it tells her to turn around, she doesn't see anything, right? No, I can't. There is a scare there, but I can't. No, there is a scare there. Oh, you know what? The phone rings again. Well, yeah. So she turns around and she doesn't see anything. So so you find out that the first phone call was a manifestation of the creature. And then the jump scare is that the phone rings again. And now it's actually the security company calling. Right, right, right. So then the the cops come over to her house and, and her fiance at the time is like really concerned about her. Well, and I, I think the um, the comment of "Are you sure you didn't let anything in?" Mm-hmm. Uh, is is really not just about like did somebody get into her house? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like what did you let in as far as like this entity? Did you let this thing into you? Or yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like so, it's kind of a like a double. Yeah, like, which kind of which. Double, which Comment, does, yeah. yeah, exactly. Which does tie into the end of the movie, which we'll get to now. This is the part, this is the point of the movie where I'm a little bit conflicted on it. I like the movie overall, but uh, much like how people felt about the ending of It Follows, where some people were like, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, 
or like I love the ending of it follows, but well, we, t- we no, 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 we talked about the ending of it follows, um, yeah. and we we definitely had some criticisms of the ending, but we also love sure. the ambiguous ending of it follows. Um, yeah, you know, like did they conquer it or did they not? Um, this ending doesn't play out that way. So uh, Rose has been palling palling around with her cop Joel Kyle Gallner. Um, and Rose realizes like this thing needs trauma to spread. It needs a showcase to to pass from person to person. So she's like, I'm going to go retreat to my old childhood home where my mom died and just isolate myself so that the creature can't do what it needs to do to keep going. Yeah. Like the whole point is like there has to be like a witness there for it to pass on to. Yeah. And so she decides like, hey, I'm going to go somewhere where nobody's around so there's no one that it can get past to if i'm by myself yeah Yeah. so she goes to her house and you know locks herself in basically and turns off all the lights and is just like i'm gonna face this trauma and she's sitting in the dark with a lantern and so we do see her talk to a basically a, a manifestation of her mom and she you know, basically conquers her trauma and says, I'm not responsible for your choices. I was 10 years old and I'm not going to carry this with me anymore. And- well, and that's, and that's the point too, where I was saying earlier, like, cause at the beginning of the movie, you think that her mom just like kills herself and she witnessed it. But at this point, that's when you find out that she, I mean, she might not have known that her mom was really dying. Yeah. Well, she she she, didn't do anything about it. And well, her mom even says, like, help me or or call for help. And she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's just because that her and her her sister have been so scared of her for so long that they she was like glad to get rid of her mom. And and that's I think rather than rather than just seeing her mom die. I mean, that's that's kind of enough to you know make anybody <laughs> yeah crazy. but the fact that she didn't do anything about it I, th- I think that's that's where the hardcore part comes in because you do finally see her mom say like hey help me call somebody whatever and yeah. she blatantly says no yeah she's like nope I'm not doing it yeah like, and I because yeah. she's glad to see her go yeah, in a way. Yeah, like I said, I I took that as her just getting rid of the guilt of her mom's death. Because uh, her therapist at one... Rose's therapist at one time did say, do you still blame yourself? Um, right. So, you know, there's, def- there's definitely well, some... And that's, well, and that's why she blames herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About it. Yeah. yeah, so there's definitely uh, some deeper meanings there. Now, unfortunately, right after the confrontation with the mom, this is where... I get a little out of touch with the movie because at this point uh, there is a good setup to it where like the where Rose says to the manifestation of her mom, which she knows is the creature saying like, what are you like? This is my mind. Um, Like you don't belong here or whatever. And the creature, the voice changes in the mom and she's like, oh, Rose, but your mind is just so inviting and then there's like a big jump scare where the mom becomes yep. a, a big tall. Now I will say it does look a little bit like there's some practical effects in there with this. So the mom becomes a, bi- a big tall demon. 
well, yeah, just kind of like this big, tall version of herself. But her face is all fucked up, too. So. Yeah. And it does look like there's some practical effects makeup in there. But the, the body with how tall she is is most definitely CGI. Um, yeah. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. They don't CGI the face or anything. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, this part of the movie kind of takes me out of it. This is what I like about It Follows that I think It Follows does better where we there's so much subtlety with it follows that it's scary to me that we never see what's behind the the creature and it always always looks like something that you can relate to as soon as this cgi uh tall demon shows up this kind of pulls me out of the movie a little bit because now it becomes a little bit too corny yeah i i i do kind of agree with that um um because of course we've already said that we can compare it to it follows and one of the things that i like about it follows is that they never whatever the entity or the demon is or whatever like it never shows itself nope it's either invisible or it looks like another person. Yeah. And it can look like a fucked up version of a person, but it still basically looks like a person. Yeah. And that Uh, makes, and that makes it incredibly scary because you think about like how many strangers you see, like we've all had that moment, right? Where we're like driving or walking and you're like, this person's just looking very idle and you're like, are they like, are they following me right now or something? You know, like, it it follows yeah. yeah it follows just plays on that paranoia yeah and, it does and smile does in a way but it kind of pops the bubble well, yeah. it pops the balloon when when a CGI demon shows up so we've watched this kind of serious psychological well, we've watched this this serious psychological movie and then as soon as a CGI demon shows up it kind of goes you you're just like oh this isn't the movie you were making. Well, and I, I, I think that it pops. I think it pops the bubble, as you would say, a little bit before that, because like, um, there's a scene uh, where she's at uh, her her nephew's birthday party. Uh, um, yeah, 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 and you know, some shit goes down, but when she sees, uh the thing or the the smile or whatever it's it's still that same girl from the beginning whereas like it follows it's always somebody different you know what I'm yeah saying? Like, it's, it, it's ever shifting it, yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's shifting all the time you can and, you it, can it, very uh, clearly pick this creature out from a crowd <laughs> well yeah and they and they make a point to um uh, at the beginning when uh, the girl is talking to Rose and, and telling her what she's seeing, she's like, oh, it could look like my granddad that's been dead for seven years or it could look like a guy from across the street that I barely know. Or like she's saying that it keeps transforming or it can look like whatever it wants to look like. Yeah. Throughout the movie, it only looks like either the girl she met at the beginning and then it looks like uh, her, her therapist. Yeah, her therapist or her mom or something. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but it doesn't really. 
it doesn't really change. It's only like one person. I can't but. remember if at the party if it is the same girl. I didn't get a good look. Yes, I had to. I actually is it well. okay? Because I when I yeah. saw that, I thought it was just a random party goer. No, I I actually ran it okay. back. Gotcha. I was like, gotcha. I was like, wait, is who was that? Okay, that first. make that makes sense. And then I ran it back, and oh it, yeah, it was the, gotcha. the original girl. Yeah, that makes sense. Which <laughs> yeah, side note? Anyways, side it, note: not a scary moment, but at the party there is a scene that made me cringe, uh, because basically what happens at the party early on is that, um, and this is kind of what burns the bridge fully between Rose and her sister is that. Rose's cat that's been popping in and out of the of the the story or well popping in and out of the movie is uh the cat goes missing and Rose is like where's my cat I can't find him whatever um <clears throat> and they get to the party and she's got a present for her nephew her her sister's uh kid and she's like here here's your present uh, and she bought him like a model train or whatever but when the kid opens the box for the model train, the dead cat, her dead cat is inside the box. Yeah. Um, and when after that, Rose starts freaking out and then she sees the smiling demon and she jumps back because she gets scared and it's like a big jump scare. Yeah. When she falls into that glass table. Yeah, it's pretty rough looking. Yeah. And stands up and you can so clearly see glass all in her arms. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. That made me so uncomfortable watching. It's pretty rough. Um, and then uh, she screams out loud with all the gla- looking at all the glass in her arm, and I'm like, that's exactly how I feel watching that moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I, I was actually watching um, a movie last night. I told you I watched Hatched. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where the uh, the creature and hatch uh like comes through the window and it gets a bunch of like glass shards in its hand um yep. it, the creature is like, kind of friends with like the main character or whatever and she's pulling the glass out yeah of its arms and stuff and yeah i hate that kind of shit yeah uh, so uh <laughs> that, but, um, that that was a traumatizing moment for me right there is uh is glass in the arm but um yeah but so so we get to the so we get to the end and basically she sees her mom and then the creature turns into this deformed version yeah of her mom and and she somehow is able again the ending gets really corny because the the creature says like your mind is so inviting uh, and it says to her, it's holding her down by the throat and it says, you can't escape me. You can't escape your own mind. And she's like, but this is my mind and you're stuck in it or whatever. Yeah. It's my Me- mind. Meaning, I can do what meaning, I want yeah. Or, meaning you can't escape yeah. my mind either, basically. So and she, so she takes the, fire. yeah, she takes the lantern that she was sitting with and she smacks the demon with it and lights it on fire. And she stepped out, steps outside of the house and is like, oh, I won. And then. Joel, the, the I would have I would have actually been really fine if it was done right there. I agree with you. Actually, if, I it would have been it right would have been it would have been corny, but you could have almost left it open for interpretation. It's like you know, is there a real demon or is this just her conquering her mental illness? Like it would have been exactly. more more ambiguous, and I actually think that would have worked. But no, Joel shows up or she shows up at Joel's uh, Kyle Gallner's apartment. 
and is like, you know, I, I face my trauma. I'm better for it. Can I stay here with you? Will you stay with me? Um, and Kyle Gallner, uh, Joel says, yes, I'll, yes, I'll stay with you. And then it cuts to his face and it says, I'll stay with you forever. Forever. And of course he's smiling. And (laughs) he is the creature. She didn't actually beat it. It's just a hallucination. And it melts away and she's still back in the house where all of this is going down. Now, there is one redeeming quality to this. So, obviously, the creature comes back at her again, but this time it rips its skin off. Uh, It it rips the manifestation of the mom's skin off, and we get a look at what the creature actually looks like. And And it looks pretty badass, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It's, it's definitely um, CGI, but it is like a humanoid creature with, like, four mouths. Well, in there, um, a little bit earlier... uh, there's she's having a hallucination oh no it's when so when she thinks that she has to kill somebody or when she figures out if you kill somebody um in front of someone else then you can get rid of it yeah um, she can she considers killing that first first mental patient that we saw the one that's like i'm gonna die you're gonna die nothing matters no one matters right but then her like her like boss comes in and sees her doing it and then he rips his face off. Yes, which uh, that yeah. moment is a little... I don't think that one hit as well as they probably wanted it to because uh, she's stabbing... Or in her head, she's stabbing the mental patient, right? And yeah, the it's, mental... It's all an illusion. Like, she's just kind of, like, dreaming it or... Yeah. Whatever. Well, she's. you find out she's sitting, she's, in her, she's sitting in her car with the knife. Right, right, right. Uh, but I don't um, think that I don't think that scare happened as well as they wanted it to because she's stabbing him, and then all of a sudden the mental patient is like ha 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 and just laughing at her, and I'm like, oh, right. this is kind of cheesy. Well, I I actually liked the moment where she's stabbing the mental patient because she kind of starts laughing along with him. Yeah, like she he's just like ha 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 ha. Yeah, that. Yeah, Adam see, see that that part I found to be a little corny, and I was actually kind of giggling at that. But, then, but then, but then <clears throat> yeah, it, it just flashes. And so she, it, it didn't actually happen. It was in her head yeah, or whatever. So that's but another yeah, so that's it, another manifestation at the end, and uh, we get a look at the demon. It's a humanoid. It's a skinless humanoid with like four mouths of teeth on its face. Yeah, it, it like tears like basically its entire skin and body off and, and she's in shock it, we do get to see how it possesses people though it literally pulls their mouth open and climbs inside their mouth yeah which actually like i mean it's um it's that scene is obviously cgi but um it's kind of that, creepy though yeah that kind of visual of <clears throat> like it like pulling her jaw down and like climbing into her yep uh is pretty it's pretty effective. Yeah, so Rose cool. so Rose does get possessed and uh Joel shows up and uh the curse lives on because she pours like gas on herself and lights herself yeah. on fire in front of him and his shocked face of seeing her kill him kill herself is the final shot of the movie and the curse lives on. Yeah, I mean it get it gets passed on just like it always has. Yeah, uh, that that ending, 
Uh, I'm I'm really torn <laughs> on on that. I actually agree with you that I wish it had ended uh, with her, quote unquote, conquering the the monster. Yeah, I I I kind of would have found that like a little more satisfying if she just did that and walked out of the house and the house burnt down because it was, you know, she had just dealt with everything and the uh, just symbol symbolic of burning down the house and yeah just like tossing away her memories or or getting rid of that trauma or just you know like getting over it like uh, i would have been fine with that yeah and Um, smile and you know smile is described as a psychological horror movie and for the most part it is but the reason that ending bothers me is because the second it's not or the second that ending happens it's no longer a psychological movie it is a no yeah like it it becomes a, a monster movie basically yeah well and, and yeah and that ending is it's a little bit ruinous for me because we build and build and build and build and they don't really tell you much about the creature you don't ever really learn where it came from yeah and, there's no there's no kind of explanation which <laughs> you know i don't think there always has to be um no we've talked about that before and there's a lot of times where i i I've seen movies or horror movies where I kind of wish they hadn't told me where it comes from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want to, we've, we've, explain it. yeah, we've, uh, we've toured, we've toyed with doing an episode on this in 2023, but I think it actually needs to happen. We've talked about doing a big open discussion episode on ambiguity in horror movies. Uh, and I feel like that one would be fun to just kind of go down like a, an overall discussion of ambiguity, whether it's a good or a bad thing and just list it different movies where we think it could have been better if it was more ambiguous or vice versa, whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause I, we talked last <laughs> night after I uh, finished watching uh, hatched and hatched left on a big, like just, okay, you figure it out. And then I'm <laughs> like sitting there and I'm like, it, it, sometimes I'm good with that. Um, and, and I feel like if they, did really well with the writing when you feel like you're dropped off at the end if it's really well done you can go back and rewatch the movie and fill in the gaps yeah you know what i'm saying like fi- figure it out like you don't know what you're watching along the way mm-hmm. um but once you know the end then you can watch it again and you can start filling in those gaps but hatch yeah. was just i was like <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, uh, but, um, well, nevertheless, I do want to say this overall as we as we bring our episode on Smile home. I do think that is it is a good movie. You know, there are yeah. plenty there are plenty of movies that we all like where the ending might not be the greatest, but it did well enough that you can still enjoy the rest of the movie. And I think that, you know, it's it's nice to see a movie in 2022 that uh, a horror movie that kind of got people to to turn their heads you know um and and i liked it overall um and yeah same same talked about it and like the you know the the ending um you know they could have done a little bit better with it but Mm -hmm. at least least you kind of end off knowing what happened so you're like okay it got passed on to joel now and so now joel's got to figure this shit out yeah uh so, so I, you, you at least know the ending, um, and then throughout the movie, it, there are a lot of 
stuff that we were talking about not necessarily they just like blatantly stole um but you know of course we talked about like it follows um well to be to be fair to them too with the writers like there are no new original ideas <laughs> in uh, yeah, it's, it's, in the it's horror genre, and there's no new ideas with any uh, movies or music or anything. Like everything is going to remind you of something. Yeah, but as long as you can put something of your own flair to it, uh, I think it's still like something that you should see. So, is Smile the most original thing? No, but it definitely has some good scares that are unique to this movie. I think it's a good premise. I think that it's a it's a good way to to like it's a it's a fun movie. It's a really fun yeah, horror like, movie. I wasn't upset with it at all. No, um, me neither. Throughout the movie, there's some really good scares, and um, they do have some kind of original um, kind of jump scares and stuff. And um, it, you know, as I was watching it there were times where I'm like, Oh, they, that they kind of jacked that from this or yeah. <laughs> whatever, but, but they did their own thing with it. And, yeah. and, you know, at, at the end of the day, like I still really enjoyed it. Like I, yeah. And uh, I, it, and I think was, we, I think we both recommend that uh, people go watch it. Absolutely. Like I think probably out of 22, now we're going to talk about um, one of our other favorite horror movies, and I will not give that away um, for next week. But um, out of 22, I, I think that was probably one of the best ones that I saw. Yeah, Smile was definitely up there. Um, I don't I don't know what my favorite horror movie was from 2022 off the top of my head. Uh, but there was some good ones. X was up there for me. I'm sure we'll get around to talking about that. The Curse. Yeah, I-, I, need to, I need to watch that. You guys, you and uh, the boys from... Uh, our other podcasts have been saying we need to watch it. So yeah, the guys from uh, from Reviewed to Death, yeah, yeah, Reviewed to Death, and yeah. uh, you know, I I heard I don't have super high expectations for it, but Orphan First Kill I'm sure is fun. Um, and the but I only think that Orphan First Kill is going to be fun because I love the first one. <laughs> Just yeah, the first one the first one was pretty good. I I don't know how I feel about a sequel because. You well, te- kinda... technically it's not a sequel it's a prequel well prequel but like you already kind of like the premise is already done you know what i'm saying like okay yeah. so it's not a little girl yeah and uh the grown adult that looks yeah. like a little it's <laughs> yeah. like it's kind of like when you when you already give away like the premise of the movie trying to go back and i, I don't know but yeah and I mean, I'll uh give it a and see. I mean, yeah it for sure yeah, absolutely. Uh, the cursed was a lot of fun as well. I, super underrated, by the way. We'll, oh yeah, uh, that's one that. Yeah, that's one that I still need to we'll, watch. You we'll get around. That. We'll get around to that one. But uh, honestly, off the top of my head, for favorite horror movie that I saw last year, probably Terrifier two. Yeah, which I love the first one, and yeah. I still haven't watched the second one. I need to. Yeah, no, it sucks that we didn't get the 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 new Evil Dead movie. Uh, last year like i hoped we would but no it's gonna be this coming year though uh evil dead rise which we will absolutely do an episode on when it drops absolutely um but uh anyway man that's our that's our thoughts on uh on smile 
And again, so, thank you, thank you to all the uh, Instagram followers that voted for that. I really, we had a good time with that, and we definitely want to let your voice be heard more often in the future, and have uh, you guys vote on more stuff for us to watch. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, absolutely. We hit our thousand followers, and that's that's insanely cool. Yes, thank um, you everybody so much for that. If if we have ten people following us, we feel like God <laughs> Grisham. Um, <laughs> well, I also, you know, I, I check our downloads uh, pretty regularly, too. And uh, across all at the t- at as we're recording this, there's 26 episodes out right now. Um, but, at, you know, w- across 26 episodes, there's like 900 something downloads across all the episodes, which is insane Ooh, to me. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> Just, yeah. You know, so whoever well, whoever out there likes this, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Whoever out there is listening, we appreciate it more than you know, and this is uh, just one of many ways that we want to, you know, appreciate you guys and give back to you by letting you guys pick something for us to watch. But uh, next week, Jason uh, subjected me to something, <laughs> yes. and uh, and I say subject, but I did enjoy the shit out of it, so it'll be fine. But uh, we we're not going to give it everything that I recommend to you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we're not going to we're not going to give it away. But it is a movie that Jason has wanted to do. I think I think I said on Krampus that was one of the first movies that came to mind that we wanted to do when we started the podcast. I think when we started talking about it, I think that was like one of the first ones that I spit out. Yeah. And I think this next one is a is another one that you spit out. Yep. And I, I will say kind of, kind of one of my favorite things. And I, I think I might've said this in an early episode of the podcast. One of the things that I like about us doing the podcast is for years and years and years, I've told you to watch this, watch that, um, whatever. <laughs> and now, now it's like homework. You're like, you're forced to watch it. I'm like, okay, this is the episode we're going to do this week, or we decide on an episode and you have to watch it now. So, well, I, sa- same thing for you, my friend, because how many years did I tell true. you to watch the black Christmas movies? Yep. And they were great. <laughs> yeah, dude. But, uh, so next week we will be back with another episode. Uh, one that Jason is very excited for as am I having just watched it last night. Um, so tune back in for that. But in the meantime, again, thank you for voting, uh, for smile for us. We will do something like this again in the future. Many, many times. I'm sure. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at midnight terrors podcast. So you can get in on the fun there and, uh, shoot us an email midnight terrors podcast at gmail.com and, uh, tune back in every Sunday for a brand new episode. And uh, thank you all very much for listening. We will see you next week. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Jason, what's the name of this podcast? It's the Midnight Terrorist Podcast. Podcast. Love love that Midnight Terrorist Podcast. Love that Midnight Podcast. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye.